Hey, it's Fran Harris, founder of Athletes Who Mean Business. Our company empowers current and retired athletes to monetize their brands and expertise and build big businesses. This show answers one question. How can you leverage your sports celebrity and even non-sports talent and skills to have greater impact, influence, and income? If you're ready to play on a bigger stage, you're in the right place at the right time. Be sure to subscribe and review the podcast. Here's today's episode. and get started talking about the best way to do business with celebrities. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. And it's one of my favorite topics. So we're going to be talking about how you can take whatever it is that you do, whatever it is that you want to do, and see if there's an opportunity for you to work with celebrities. Um, there are certain challenges, certainly tons of challenges to working with anybody, but when you're do- dealing with celebrities, it's a different ball game. So I want to give you some of the insights on how to do that if this is something you think you might want to do either now or somewhere down the line. So how do you partner and do business with celebrities? It's fun. You know, what's interesting is when I was playing in the WNBA, there were people who would say, oh, you guys are celebrities, and we're so, we were so accustomed to seeing people, movie stars, as celebrities that we didn't really see ourselves as celebrities. So it's when I was putting together this teleseminar, I started thinking one of the things I wanted to talk to you about first was what is the definition of a celebrity? And there are many different levels of celebrity. There is A-list, B-list, C-list, D-list, E-list, F-list, and it can go on and on and on. And so the main thing you need to decide if this is something you want to do is how are you going to – how are you going to approach these people based on which list they are on? So let's just talk about what the list entail. An A-list celebrity might be someone like, let's say, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, Oprah Winfrey, Donald Trump. These are people who have world-renowned notoriety and brand awareness. All right, these are A-list celebrities, no question about it. If you ask nine people walking down the street who these people are, probably seven of these people, they, seven of these people would know who they are. All right, so that's kind of how you decide what is A-list celebrity. And the higher you are on the list, right, conceivably the harder it's going to be to do business with that person if you are not also on that list. So let me rephrase that. If you're an A-list celebrity, the chances of you doing business with an A-list celebrity, very, very high. If you are a person who is a non-celebrity, just someone in the community, the chances of you doing business with an A-list celebrity, unless you know someone directly connected with that celebrity, are pretty slim. But there are things you can do. It happens every single day. And that's what this teleseminar is about, doing business with celebrities. So... If Oprah, Donald, Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt, Denzel Washington, Paris Hilton, if these people are A-list celebrities based on their level of notoriety and brand awareness in the marketplace, then what about doing business with the B, C, D, E, F list celebrities? Now, in your town, let's say you don't aspire to do business with someone who walks a red carpet. Let's say you aspire to do business with the mayor in your city. Well, that person is also a celebrity. So when you're approaching celebrities and, and that the mayor in your town may be an A-list celebrity in Cincinnati, but in the grand scheme of things is, necess- is not necessarily an A-list celebrity, unless it's like 
Rudy Giuliani or somebody like that, who's a, a different level of a celebrity and different level of public servant. So doing business with celebrities is really all about identifying what it is you want to do with them and then how you can make the most appropriate and appealing proposal to get the deal done. First thing you have to do, of course, is just to figure out what list your celebrity is on and then understand that given which list they're on, the process for getting to them and doing business with them will be determined by which list they're on and how many people, how many different degrees of separation you are from that person. So how do you leverage one of the most powerful marketing strategies on the planet? No question about it. If you are doing business with a celebrity, if you are doing a project with the celebrity, you automatically get lifted in the media in the media's eyes. You automatically get lifted if it's a business deal in the business world's eyes. You elevate yourself by association. So doing business with celebrities is a smart smart business strategy done properly and it's also a lot of fun. So the way you leverage this understanding that there have been businesses and companies and brands that have been built simply by their alliance and their alignment with celebrities. I'll give you one example. There is a there's a a bakery, I guess you would call it, a bakery here in Dallas. It's called Sprinkles. Well, it started in Beverly Hills, and Sprinkles is nothing more than a cupcake factory. All they make is cupcakes, and they put sprinkles on some of them. But they make cupcakes for adults, and they also make cupcakes for dogs. <laughs> yes, cupcakes for adults and cupcakes for dogs. Now, what's funny about this is that I've driven – there's this, it's in this shopping area that I go to all the time, and I'd seen sprinkles for years, didn't know what it was, didn't pay much attention to it, never thought to go in there. And then someone I was working with said, do you know about sprinkles? And I was like, no, I don't have any clue what you're talking about. And she said, oh, this is where it is, and it's cupcakes. They're heavenly, blah, 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 blah. And then she brought me one. And I was like, wow, these are great. And I said, well, what else do they sell? She goes, that's it. All they sell are cupcakes. So I started doing research on sprinkles and found out, of course, that it originated in Hollywood or in Beverly Hills. And it was made popular, was popularized because, of course, it started in, in Tinseltown, but because celebrities were loving them. And then celebrities started giving them to their dogs. It was crazy. So if you're thinking about something that you have, a, a purse, a clothing line, a cause, which we'll get to in a second, you have these things that celebrities would potentially, you know, they're regular people too. They eat, drink, sleep go to church, they do all the things that the rest of us do. They do everything the regular people do. Everything they do just happens to get recorded on video. So anything you want to do, regardless of which area it's in, there's a good chance that there's a celebrity who's interested in doing it. So that's the first thing you have to realize is that they're not untouchable. They're not unreachable. And whether you want to align with the celebrity because they champion the same cause that you cha that you champion or just simply because, you know what, you think from a business plan or a business strategy standpoint, getting your product in the hands of Queen Latifah or getting your product in the hands of, you know, anybody who is in Hollywood, if you think that's a great strategy, you're probably right. That can't be your sole business and marketing strategy. But there's no question about it, if a celebrity wears your jeans 
or celebrity has on your jewelry on the red carpet, you instantly, people instantly know who you are. Okay, so this is one of the most powerful marketing strategies on the planet, and you shouldn't sleep on it. And so the strategy that I want to share with you over the next few minutes has to do with not just shooting for the moon, but putting a complete plan together so that you are very strategic about who you align your brand and your business with. So I want you to, if you have a sheet of paper, I want you to take out a pen and start thinking about the celebrities in your city, okay? A lot of people want to just skip the celebrities in their cities and go straight to Hollywood or straight to whatever the, the genre is of the celebrity, celebrity that you want to attract. But I want you to make a list of the celebrities in your city. Right now, just make a list of the celebrities in your cities. Don't think about which genre they move in, which sector they work in. Just write down the people who you would consider celebrities in your city. All right, this could be sports celebrities, politicians, entertainers. Who are the celebrities in your city? All right, cool. So you got celebrities in your city. Now I'm going to skip all the way to the grandest celebrities that you can think of. Now I want you to think about the celebrities that you would want to do business with, knowing what you already do, knowing which causes, whether they're philanthropic or for-profit, knowing what you are currently doing in your life or what you want to do, who are the celebrities that you want to work with. Don't even think about whether they're doing it or not. Don't even think about if somebody's already talking to them. Just write down the celebrities that you want to work with. Cool. All right, so now we've got your local celebrities, kind of like your regional celebrities, and then we've got your national, international celebrity hit list, okay? That's your target list. These are the people that you want to go after, all right? So now I want to talk about what celebrities look for in partners. Keep that list in your head. If you've written it down, keep that list in front of you. But I want to talk about what celebrities look for in partners. I want to be very direct with you. Y'all know that's how I like to roll. I want to be very direct with you. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I'm going to tell you exactly how it goes down. Celebrities look for partners who clearly, who can clearly convey what's in it for them. Yeah, it's not very altruistic. It's, it's literally, what can you do for me? And now here's why. Think about this. Celebrities are very protective of their brands, and sometimes they overinflate their market viability. You know, people who think they're like mega, mega celebrities – are often not, but that's beside the point. Perception is reality to most people. So when you think about who you're partnering with, celebrity at any area, they are already thinking that, they are already believing that there is a level of notoriety that the projects that you're proposing to them will have by the, the sheer virtue of them being associated with the project. So said another way, when you approach a celebrity, no matter which level they are, they're automatically thinking, well, if I attach my name to this, there's a value. There's a monetary value that goes along with that, and I want to make sure that I'm, benef that I'm benefiting from that. Okay, so you got to know that that's what's going on in a celebrity's mind from the jump. That's what they're thinking. So you want to make sure that you have clearly conveyed in your mind and on paper what the celebrity's benefits are from working with you. You're going to get this, you're going to get this, you're going to get this. It's like a sponsorship package, but just put it on steroids because celebrities believe that their value is far, far greater than anything you could probably convey on paper. So just, just completely blow it out the park in terms of what kind of value they're going to get as a result of working with you. 
Okay, so celebrities look for people who can clearly convey what's in it for them. That's all they want to know, what's in it for me, okay? So how do you find the celebrities most likely to partner with you? The Internet is a huge blessing because at, the, at your fingertips, you can literally find out what any celebrity, local, regional, national, or international, what they are working on, what's near and dear to their hearts, what tragedies they've had in their lives. That's what's great about targeting celebrities is because their lives are, we know so much about them. We know more about them than we want because the spotlight is always on them, all right? So when you're looking, you're figuring out which celebrities are most likely to partner with you, the most important thing is to do some research, to figure out what, what are the things that this person has worked on lately. Are they switching the focus of their nonprofit efforts? Why are they going to Africa every quarter? What are they doing? And you've got to do your research because there's nothing that will kill a celebrity, a potential celebrity deal is someone who just approaches and says, hey, we need to do something together. Do you know how many times celebrities hear that? We need to do something together. Hey, I want to work with you. They hear that all day long, 24-7, 365. So you've got to bring something very different to the game. You've got to bring something extraordinarily different to the game more than I want to work with you. It's got to be here's what we are working on. I understand that you've been doing this for the last six years. I was really impressed with the, the work that you've done in this area around breast cancer. Whatever it is, do your research. And we're not talking about spending hours and hours and hours during research, or days and days and days, we're talking about spending a couple of hours really focusing and honing in on what makes that celebrity tick, what they've done. Now, you don't want to be stalkerish because, of course, they're going to be very hypersensitive to someone who knows everything about them. You don't want to do that. That's a bad move. That's very bad form. But you do want to know a little bit enough, at least enough, to have a decent conversation should you get their rep on the phone or their assistant on the phone or their cousin on the phone. You want to show that you've done your due diligence and that you have done a bit of research on your celebrity. So that's the really, that's really, really important. And so when you're looking for celebrities that might partner with you, then you're looking for the people who, A, already have an affinity for what you want to do. They have shown, they have documented history that they've done work in this area, or they've gone on record in saying that they wanted to, that they want to do more in this area, okay? And another good way to kind of suss out, suss out whether a celebrity would want to do business or would be interested in your area is to watch the news visitpeople.com and see what's happening in the celebrities' lives. Like when John Travolta's son died, there probably was an opportunity there, and I don't mean in a voyeuristic way, just an opportunity there to see if you are aligned with the cause that his son died with. I mean, there are a lot of different ways to do this, but just kind of keep up to date on what's happening on that list of celebrities that you wrote down about 10 minutes ago. All right. Secrets to working with celebrities at all levels. The first thing, the most important thing I will say on this point is this. Regardless of whether you believe someone is a celebrity or not, if they perceive themselves as a celebrity, then you have to approach them as a celebrity. I think it's really, really funny when, uh, for instance, I did an event recently and Someone came to the event and they said, well, I, you know, I'd never heard of you before before this event. And I just kind of laughed. I thought, wow, for someone who wants to work with me, that's like the wrong thing to say. 
to <laughs> to someone who in some genre in some industry is a celebrity all right so you you want to avoid saying things like i didn't know who xyz was or before i met you here i never knew who you were uh, that's bad form it's bad form period so you never want to say that so even though you have no clue as to who i am if you do any kind of research and you and if you really want to do work in this celebrity arena then what you have to recognize, again, as I said earlier, is that there are different levels of celebrity. I could be one of these people who thinks I'm a big international star simply because I played on the Houston Comets' first WNBA championship team. That could be – I could have that disposition, and you don't know that. So you don't want to approach me or somebody like me by letting us know that, oh, well, you're not a big ace list celebrity. I didn't even know who you were. Again, I don't want to beat this horse to death. But I'm just giving you some real important tips so that you don't make a fool out of yourself when you try to do a partnership with people, all right? So first of all, recognize that some of the secrets to working with celebrities is just respecting their level of accomplishment and achievement, whatever that might be. And whether you perceive it to be some grand feat or not is irrelevant, all right? Just respect the celebrity and you will do fine with the initial introductions, okay? So working with celebrities at all levels, again, respect their level of celebrity, respect that there are going to be layers that you have to go through, period. There are some people you are never going to get on the phone. It's just not going to happen until the deal gets done, and maybe not even then, all right? So sometimes you're going to have to deal with handlers, you're going to have to deal with assistants and gatekeepers, and you have to become very skilled at doing that. There is no way to circumvent that system. There are so many layers between a celebrity and you. There's nothing you can do about it. You can get frustrated. You can get angry. You can write hate mail. You can do whatever you want to do. You're still not going to circumvent the system. You are never going to talk to me unless I feel it's necessary for you to talk to me. You are never going to talk. I'm never going to talk to Oprah. I'm never going to talk to Donald Trump unless there's something compelling that says you need to get on the phone with this person. All right, so you've got to respect that. There's no amount of groveling or serial emailing that's going to change the system. Celebrities have layers because celebrities are busy. Celebrities have layers because celebrities are busy, and they hire people to do certain jobs. So if you've been hired to take my phone calls, then that's what you do. I don't take my phone calls, so you need to talk to the person who takes my phone calls, and I'm talking about any person. So whoever takes Martha Stewart's phone calls or, or Jay-Z's phone calls or Paris Hilton's phone calls, that's who you're going to be dealing with. So you've got to learn how to work efficiently and effectively in the system. I'm telling you this because if you attempt to circumvent this system, there there's no telling what's going to happen, and then you may, in a sense, ruin the, the entire process of working with that celebrity. So work within the system, be, great, be aggressive, be tenacious, but at the same time understand that there are layers in place for very good reasons. All right, so insider tips that will keep you from looking like an amateur. Number one, I said it earlier, do your research. If this person's album tanked, then you know you don't want to come up and say say hey how's the album doing when it's been all over the paper that the album only sold 10 copies you don't want to do that that's going to be bad form unless you're saying to that person listen i've got three million people in my database who have told me that if you re sign a copy of their 
uh, book or send them, give them tickets or something, they'll buy your album. Okay, I'm using a, a ridiculous example, although not so ridiculous, but I'm using a simple example to show you that unless you're going to bring up something that's going to make sense for the celebrity, if it's a sore subject, don't bring it up. All right, this, these kinds of things will make you look like a real amateur. All right, other thing you want to do is to do, as I said earlier, a little research. Know what's happening in the celebrity's life. If they had a movie, people love writers, producers, directors, celebrities. They love hearing, I really enjoyed your movie. I really enjoyed your work. I've been watching you since 1995. I've been watching you since I was whatever. All right, those are things that really work in the celebrity in the celebrity world. So you want to do those things. Other things that will make you, that will keep you from looking like an amateur. Um, you know, you, unless you're a gossip columnist, don't bring up touchy subjects. Don't bring up things that are clearly not going to end well. Don't bring up controversial things. Remember, you want to work with these people. So you want to stop doing the things that groupies and spectators do. You want to look like a pro. And the best way to do that, again, is to know the system, know the celebrity world, and understand that one of the things you'll have to do is either call someone who's a gatekeeper or send a letter or an email to a gatekeeper, and then just continue to follow up. I find that what people do a lot is they, they, will, they will actually say, well, I sent Fran a letter or I sent, you know, Justin Timberlake a letter and I never heard back from them. Do you know how many letters people get? Do you know how many phone calls come in? Do you know how many potential deals come in? So you've got to do something that distinguishes you in what we call the slush pile. And I find that most people, at the first sign of rejection, at the first sign of rejection, most people will give up. That's just the way it is. That's for some, for some reason, for some people, that's human nature. At the first sign that the deal they want to do is not going to happen, they give up. They send a letter and nobody responds. They send three letters and nobody responds. You've got to keep at it. If you knew, in fact, Oprah Winfrey doesn't even take fan mail anymore for a, a number of reasons, but if you knew the amount of fan mail that these A-list celebrities, B-list celebrities, C-list celebrities get, emails, just the influx of information and paper that comes through their offices, then you would understand that it takes time and ingenuity to get through to a celebrity. So if you want to look like a pro, you got to do some things that distinguish you from the rest of the folks out there. you got to do things like um, send meaningful letters, send meaningful gifts, send meaningful packages to people, all right? And I'm going to give you some websites here in a minute that will help you figure out and find the celebrity that you want. Things you should always and never say to a celebrity. Always compliment them. These are people that you want to work with, okay? Now, be, be genuine, but always be complimentary. I loved your work. I read your book. I can't wait for your next thing to come out. You don't ever want to seem disingenuous with your compliments, but they love hearing that. They love hearing it as much as the next person. Hold on, I've got to cough again. I haven't coughed in five years. All of a sudden, I'm coughing on this call. So, so you want to think about the make a list of the things that you would potentially want to talk to your list of celebrities about. Is it about the work they've done? Is it about the work they're about to do? What is the conversation going to be like? And you always want to prepare for a longer conversation, but know that the conversation may be smaller. So, if you call someone's office and you say, "I've got this great product that I want." celebrity XYZ to try, 
and you just happen to this day just happens to be a day that the person says, what is it? Send it to us. Or what is it? He's in his office. Would you like to talk to him for about two minutes? you got to be ready for that. That's the thing that most amateurs, if you will, are not prepared to when they're dealing with celebrities. It's like you always have to be selling. You always have to be ready to tell people about your project. And you have to be willing, ready to do it in a way that's very succinct and very clear and one that conveys what's in it for the celebrity. Okay. So you want to make sure that you've got this pitch prepared, a pitch that you can deliver whether it's in person or whether it's via email or whether it's on the phone. And the most important thing is that that pitch has to be done effectively to their gatekeeper, okay? That's the relationship that you need to be building. Again, as I mentioned, you you may never talk to the celebrity, but you have to be willing and ready to build a relationship with the gatekeeper on the spot and to build that relationship over time. Now, think about this. If uh, a gatekeeper gets 100 calls in a week, everybody's saying they want to work with a celebrity, and you're the one who nurtures that relationship and builds that relationship over time, who do you think, if there's going to be two appointments given this quarter, who do you think is going to get those appointments? It's going to be you. They're going to be willing to do some things a little bit different to give you a little bit more special treatment if you've nurtured that relationship. And so you never want to be rude or disrespectful to the person who answers the phone. And people typically say, well, you never know. That could be the executive one day. Well, you should do it because it's the right thing to do, not because that person may be somebody one day. But understand that if you want to work with a celebrity, then the first layer that you're going to encounter is going to be that person's gatekeeper. All right? Um, some other things you should never do. You should never stalk a celebrity in any shape, fashion, or form. Never. And you should never stalk anyone connected to that celebrity. So don't send things to somebody's mother. Don't send things to somebody's daughter in college. That's creepy. Those kinds of things. That's completely inappropriate. Don't do it. Tenacity means that you do things within the system. Be creative. Have some ingenuity in the system of working with celebrities. But to never do things that cross the line and that can be construed as, okay, this person, we need to call security on this person because this person's a little, it's a little creepy, all right? So let's talk about your proposal. The first thing you want to do is to write a one-pager. I'm, I'm a big fan of keeping things short and to the point. But understand, let me even take a step back. Understand that you are going to have to make a pitch. You're going to have to write a proposal, all right? And so people will email us and say, we'd like to do this with Fran. And the first thing, I mean, I don't even have to say it anymore. My assistants know to say, okay, give us a proposal. Because if you're not willing, if you think you're just going to call a celebrity or call somebody in your town who's, you know, successful and they're just going to hop right on the phone with you without having any idea what you want to talk to them about, you're just dreaming. It's not going to happen. So you may as well prepare for it. I'm not going to tell you, and I'm going to tell you exactly how you should be doing it. So you've got to put together a one-pager, a one all right? You've got to put together a one-pager that explains who you are, what you're doing, and how it benefits the celebrity. That's it. Hey, this is Dr. Fran Harris, and I have been working for 10 years with, with kids whose parents are incarcerated. I understand this is a topic that you are very passionate about as well. I am having a fundraiser in Los Angeles on the weekend of November 14th, 
and would love if you can donate a movie poster and if you have time, if you can stop by. So that's how the letter goes. Uh, we will follow up with you, your assistant, in the next two weeks to arrange getting the, the memorabilia and find out what your schedule is like during that weekend. Thank you so much for your consideration and best wishes. Best wishes. Best wishes. <laughs> you know what I mean. So that's essentially how a letter of proposal would go. It's just very to the point. Here's who I am. Here's what I do. Here's why we should talk. And here are next steps. That's a one-page proposal. And you, can, you should always be prepared for something more. You should always be prepared for... Uh, it should always be prepared for something that may be a little bit more extensive and in-depth, but your first line of contact, your first probably point of contact is going to be a quick phone call followed up by a quick letter or a letter followed up by a quick phone call. So you've got to have that one-page proposal in place, that one-page pitch letter in place and be ready. That same pitch letter, just like I delivered it just now, verbally, that same thing that I just said, you put on paper, you put an email, it's the same spill, spill the whole time, all right? So that's how you work the presentation to a celebrity. And if you really want to make it attractive, again, they are very busy. That's the thing you must never lose sight of. They are extraordinarily busy. So you want to keep it, even though you want to get through the slush pile, you want to keep it very quick, very clean. So this like so that they the people who get the letter say, you know what, this person appreciates the fact that I am very busy. I like that. Most celebrities will like that. Okay? So you want to make your proposal very attractive. How do you send it in the mail? Well, you send it you know, some people say, Well, send it FedEx because it comes at a different time. If it if this is really something you're going to work over time and you know that you're going to be committed to doing this over time, then why not send the letter overnight? Send the letter, and not just overnight United States Postal because that comes with the regular mail, but send it FedEx, send it UPS, send it because they don't come with at the same time as the other mail. All right? If you're really going to work and massage this relationship, then do the things that will make you stand out. I'm not saying that if you send your letter or your package FedEx that you are going to have a higher percentage of getting into the door. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you're going to have a higher percentage of getting noticed, but that doesn't mean that they're actually going to do what you want them to do, all right? So FedEx overnight, that means that you mean business. It really does. It means that you're, you're willing to put a little bit more effort, make your package, your letter a little bit more special than the next person. But, again, it's the development of that relationship over time that's actually going to get you what you want from the celebrity. What legalities do you need to have in place? Well, number one, the most important thing you need to realize about celebrities is that they all have attorneys, multiple, multiple attorneys, and at some point you're going to have to deal with their attorney, especially if you're talking about doing a business deal with them. You're going to have to deal with their attorneys. That's just the way it is. So you need an attorney. So I would start right now asking people if they are just kind of looking around for an entertainment attorney because everybody knows an attorney, but the people who we typically, if we don't live in Hollywood or New York or some of these other bigger cities, the, the attorney you know is probably not an inter entertainment attorney. So you want to start asking people. Just start putting the feelers out there. Do you know an entertainment attorney? I'm, I'm working on some deals with some celebrities, and I need to, I need to have an entertainment attorney in tow. 
and that's what you want to do. You want to start doing that now. If you're really serious about that, you want to start doing that now. Start putting your feelers out there for entertainment attorneys. Understand that when you start doing deals with celebrities, as I mentioned early in the call, these are people who have very they, – they know the power of their brands. They know that attaching their name to something automatically elevates it, okay? So you can't dismiss that. Even if you don't agree with their valuation of their brand, it's, it's irrelevant. They have some value, and therefore, if you ask them to work with you, they're expected to be paid. They're going to expect you to pay them for the value that they bring to the project, so that brings, I'm talking about the legality, so that means that your attorney is going to have to be very accustomed to dealing with the deal points that you get in in various agreements with celebrities because they will, you know, work you, <laughs> work you to the nth degree with their different points that they want. And we want this, and we, we want a time limit on this, and and after this, we want this, and it, it just keeps going on and on. So you have to be prepared. If this is a territory that you want to venture into, you have to be prepared for what can sometimes be a very grueling and long legal process. And you need people on board who are used to doing deals with celebrities. That is very, very, very important. And here's why. If they believe that your attorney, that your representation is not in their world, if, you, if they're like, this person does – you know, banking law, this person does automobile law, this person does civil law. What do they know about celebrity? And they're right, they're right. What do they know about celebrity in general? So you want to make sure that you have representation on board who can really, really get to, down to business when it comes to doing these deals. All right? How do you put your package together? I'm going to go back to that. How do you put your package together for maximum results? Well, you want to make sure that you have no typos, that your presentation is tight that you have been succinct, like I said, one page is going to do it, and you want to make sure that you don't continue to go on and on and on. And while I'm on that point, even if you make a phone call and you're talking to a rep or an assistant or a gatekeeper, you don't want to go on and on and on because they will cut you off in a minute. They'll say, okay, uh, what is this about? And then you'll have your feelings hurt and think that they're rude when it's really just about the. they just get an enormous amount of calls. And you have to respect that process and start to pitch in a way that's actually going to be received by the person on the other end. So putting your package together. Again, do your research. Figure out what it is that you want from the celebrity. Do you want an appearance? Do you want them to send you an autographed copy of their latest book? What is it that you want? Your pitch and your proposal has to be very clear about what you're giving, what you're offering, and what you want. All right, that has to be very, very, very clear. All right, then you put your you put your proposal together, you put your pitch letter together. That's the one thing that you're putting together, the one pager that you're putting together, and that should be on, you know, regularly nice linen or laid paper or whatever, just something fairly simple. You don't need to go out and do anything too fancy with it. it just needs to be professional. It needs to have all your contact information on there. If you have a website, clearly that's what people do. You know, when you're talking to people on the phone. While you're talking to them, they're Googling you. So you want to make sure that you have a website or a web page up so that people can go and learn a little bit more about you. Right? So that's the cover letter or the pitch letter. And if you're going to send something like a pamphlet about your cause, let's say if you're doing something, wanting to work with a celebrity on a nonprofit issue, then you would send a, a brochure about your cause. I find that pictures have been very, very effective. 
you don't want to send a video, really, because who's going to watch a video? Seriously, who's going to put a video, a DVD, into their computer from somebody they don't know? They're probably not going to. So stick with paper, all right? Stick with paper, which means that you've got your brochure, you can send some photos, because take a look at what we do when we see Sally Struthers or one of any of these other actors or actresses on television when they're talking about Feed the Children and all that. They show us pictures. They show us pictures. So keep it for the first contact. You want to keep it with paper, your letter, a brochure, or some kind of marketing material, and, and photos. People love photos. And make the photos meaningful. And don't send someone 30 photos. Send them maybe three, three really compelling photos and go, wow, and then tell the people that tell the people who are receiving it who these people are. Hey, this is a kid that I, I was on a mission last year, and this kid right here, I started working with him when he was three years old. Now he's 13. I mean, you know, tell the story. Just very, very briefly tell the story, but you want something visual in your package, right? Because if I get something and it's just a one-page letter, I'm going to appreciate the one-pageness of it. But if you have something visual that locks me into what you're talking about, then I'm going to pay more attention to it. So your package should include the cover letter, also known as the pitch letter, some kind of marketing material, just one a postcard or brochure, something visual that they can see, and then photos if you have that, right? Then if you have a website that has video, that's cool because I can go and see that at my own leisure and figure out whether I want to do business with you or take the next step or whatever. If you've got video at your site, that's cool. That works a lot. And then how do you use the Internet to, to really make this work? One of the sites, one of the membership sites that I belong to is called contactanycelebrity.com. You may have heard me talk about this before, just as it sounds. Contactanycelebrity.com. That site has the addresses and contact information for most celebrities, most of their representatives. So you're not going to get you're not going to get Katie Couric's or or Tom Cruise's direct email address or their direct mailing address, but you can get their attorneys or their production office. You can get those things through contactanycelebrity.com. It's a great site. And if you read some of the testimonials on contactanycelebrity.com, you'll see that people have been very, very pleased with the results that they've gotten. They sent, you know, when people are looking for maybe auction items for their fundraisers, you, it's so easy. People, literally, these celebrities reps will send you stuff. So imagine how much money you can raise for your cause just by asking people to donate items. And as you know, auctions typically do really well, and most of them don't even have a celebrity, uh, a celebrity function to them. They just, they're just good, there's just a bunch of good stuff. Imagine what would happen if you had Will Smith sign a, a movie poster, or if you got the sneakers from Shaquille O'Neal or Lisa Leslie. This is the kind of stuff that you can get. All right, so contactanycelebrity.com is not free, but you can do a seven-day trial for just $1. And you can go in there, and if you already know who you want to work with, I'll just be honest. If you already know who you want to work with, who you want to get addresses for, then just get the seven-day trial for a dollar. Go in and get the addresses and be done with it. But if it's something, if you're in this business for the long haul, meaning that you really do want to move in the celebrity world, then I found my membership to be very much worth it. So contactanycelebrity.com is, is a place where you can go and get celebrity reps' addresses. 
Kevin Bacon also does a site, has a site called sixdegrees.org, which is under the premise of we are only just basically six relationships away from anybody because the world is so small. So sixdegrees.org is another way that you can actually get involved with celebrity causes. And, I mean, really, if you just go online and kind of go celebrity causes, you can find a lot, a lot of stuff out there that will help you to to further your cause or to get in, to do some business with celebrities. The last thing I want to say is that it, the most important the most important tool that you have for making this happen is you and your sincerity. That really is it. And keeping in mind that celebrities are not generally looking for new friends. <laughs> they pretty much have all the friends that they want or they're getting introduced to people daily. So it, it, you realize that you're approaching this as a business endeavor and that your sincerity is going to be the thing that really makes you stand out and keeping in mind that celebrities are always wanting to know what's in it for them. It doesn't mean that they're greedy or that they that it's all, well, actually it is all about them. <laughs> actually it is all about them. And you, you shouldn't forget that. It is all about them. But that doesn't mean that they're not good people. The celebrities that I know are wonderful people. They're just like regular, it's like everybody else. We get, we get, this, we get into this habit of ma- making celebrities be, these gods and these icons and all that and that's cool but they're really just regular people so if you're sincere and you've got a deal that you're cooking that really could benefit the celebrity then the the only other thing that you have to do is to continue to move forward and to be creative with contacting that celebrity and if it's something that you're really that you're really serious about don't give up just keep moving. And I like the, the, the concept of six degrees. It's like if you're serious about this, then just tell everybody you know, hey, I'm trying to do business with Kira Sedgwick or Julia Roberts or, you know, Kelly, who is the Kelly Regis and Kelly person, Kelly Ripa, or Whoopi Goldberg or, you know, Kobe Bryant, whatever. Just tell people, hey, I'm, I've got this great deal that I want to do. Do you know anybody who knows Kobe Bryant? Do you know anybody who knows Kevin Garnett? Do you know anybody who knows George Clooney? Whomever, you know anybody who knows Bill Gates, just keep working at it. And remember, remember, you are probably closer than six degrees of separation to the person that you want. Go get it. All right, that's going to do it for today's episode. I just want to tell you that you have such a tremendous opportunity to make a greater splash in the world. What we've done as athletes, not everyone can do. Most of us understand that. But unfortunately, too few of us are leaving a lot of impact influence and income on the table if you want to learn how we help athletes create and build the careers and businesses of their dreams visit athletesmeanbusiness.com i'm 100 sure you'll be glad you did i'm fran harris and i can't wait to help you become an athlete who means business see you soon